This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. And from one draconian regime, let's turn to another, Iran. It's also in the grip of unrest. Only that the protests in Iran have been on for more than three months now, and they're getting much bigger and definitely much more fierce when compared to China. That said, there is a sort of underlying similarity in both these protests. We've seen the visuals. For one, the manner in which they started. In both cases, the protests started and gained strength. Over the unwarranted killings of civilians, the reasons were not the economy or political decisions, but simply the way these respective regimes treated their people, the way they trampled upon their rights to enforce their will. Secondly, the protests are in a sense a grassroots movement. They started from the unlikeliest of places, from quaint towns and cities that one doesn't really expect to rise in revolt. This only demonstrates that ordinary citizens, unlike their counterparts in big cities, still have the courage to stand up against state-sponsored brutality. Coming now to the third similarity, the way both these protests in China and Iran are being handled. Remember, both China and Iran are authoritarian regimes. Likewise, their response is nothing short of ruthless. They're both trying to crush the protests with a heavy hand. Look at these numbers now. Since August this year, more than 18,000 protesters have been detained in Iran. 18,000. And how many have been killed? More than 450, according to official estimates. This figure includes 63 minors. Yes, in its quest to end the protests, the Iranian regime isn't even sparing the minors. And why talk about just minors? It's not even sparing its own kin. Look at the images on your screen now. That's Faradi, Morad Khani, the latest detainee who surprisingly, more like shockingly, happens to be the niece of Iran's supreme leader, Ayatollah Ali Khamenei. I'm not talking just numbers. I'm not making this up. Look at that tweet on your screen now. It's from her brother, Mehmood Morad Khani. We've translated it from Farsi. He says his sister was arrested by authorities when she went to the prosecutor's office to serve a court order. So what exactly was her crime? This video. Morit Khani uploaded this recently to decry the ongoing crackdown. In this video, she called the authorities led by her uncle a murderous and child-killing regime. Those are strong words. She also called upon people across the world to tell their governments to stop supporting Iranian leaders. Watch this. Ey insanhay azade, dar kenar ma bashid va ma ra yari konid. Ta dolat ha dast az himayat az in rejim qatil va kudakush bardaran. In rejim be hij asli, hatta usul mazhabi khodash niz va fadar niz. Va juz zar o zur o hifz qudrat. قانون و قاعده ای به هر طریق ممکن نمی شناسد. حال زمان آن رسیده است که تمامی کشورهای آزادی خواه به عنوان حرکتی نمادین و سمبولیک تمامی نمایندگان خود را از ایران فرا بخوانند و نمایندگان و بابستگان این رژیم صفاک را از کشورهای خود اخراج نمایند و بدین طریق اظهار هم بستگی با مردم آزادی خواه ایران بنمایند. 
That's a powerful statement, especially from a member of Kamine's own family. This begs the question, who exactly is she? Faride Moradkhani is the daughter of Kamine's sister, Badri Kamine, who apparently fell out with her family in the 1980s and fled to Iraq when the two countries were at war. As for Faride, who lives in Iran, this isn't really the first time she's been arrested. In October 2021, she was put behind bars for praising Farah Diba, the widow of Mohammad Reza Pahlavi. He was Iran's former monarch who was ousted in the 1979 revolution. Faride backed his wife and was arrested. A year on, she has backed these protesters and has been arrested once again. If people from Khamenei's own family are being subjected to such oppression, just think and imagine the fate of others. Others like Tumaj Saheli, the man on your screens. He's a famous Iranian rapper who recently backed these protests as well. He has now been charged with corruption and could even face a death penalty. Reports say he's been charged with Muharrabeh. That's a crime punishable by death under Iranian Sharia law. He's been held at an undisclosed location and is being tried without a lawyer of his choice. Tehran expects such punishments would make the protesters retreat. But its confidence seems a bit misplaced because the demonstrations are only gaining more traction. Look at these images. They're from Zahidan, a city in the Sistan, Balochistan province. Even conservative women here have hit the streets in support of their comparatively younger fellow citizens. And then we have images like these. They're from the industrial hub of Isfahan. These are steel workers staging a walkout, abandoning their jobs in support of protesters. I could go on. You have these images. They're from a protest in London, organized by the Iranian diaspora living there. It was attended by a host of activists and artists. Most of them either shave their hair or cut them off in support of women's rights in Iran. The images were moving, to say the least. Your sister, our sister. with the women of Iran. Um, this is a women's revolution. They have been oppressed by the Islamic regime for decades. Their bodies are policed, their minds are policed, their choices are severely limited. And after the brutal murder of Masa Amini, things rightfully erupted. I did a haircut my hair for Iranian women, for my daughters, for my sisters, for my mother, and for my grandmom for freedom, democracy, equality for all of Iranians in Iran. For to, to, to show my solidarity and support with my sisters, million sisters in Iran and in the world. Meanwhile, thousands of miles away in Qatar, there was another show of support, this time from soccer fans who were celebrating Iran's decisive victory against Wales. The Iranian side beat Wales 2-0 on Friday as the people celebrated this victory they also use the occasion to remind the world about the cruelties that they were facing back home. Let's listen into a few voices now.
So at the end of the day, the protests in Iran are no longer an internal matter. They've become a global movement of sorts. A movement aimed at making the lives of Iranian women more humane, more safe and devoid of patriarchal norms. But what this movement also depicts are the limits of people's power. Yes, the protests may be gaining momentum, but have they yielded any significant results? Have they led the authorities to rethink their policies? Will Khamenei really remove the country's rigid dress code? It's been three months and counting. Forget listening to the protesters. The regime hasn't even acknowledged their concerns. This has been the status quo in every movement that has erupted in the country. There's no saying if the status quo will change. For all you know, these protests might just fizzle out. But that doesn't mean that the people of Iran should give up.